0: All right, guys, Derek, so I'm going to talk about business um, shop today. And, and basically, guys, um, a lot of people have philosophies about price, especially higher-end people, okay? Um, they're, they're super weird about it, right? They're like, well, my coaching, I don't like to look at it as, like, price-based. I like to look at it as, like, this ethereal thing, right? But you have to understand, like, how, like, people don't think the way you do. Right. About your coaching program and stuff like that. Right. So they can get a discovery call with you and you can reveal the price then. Right. It's a lot of people do and they have the, you have, then you deal with the sticker shock and all this other stuff, or you can pre-sell it. Right. Which is I believe better to do. Um, because the natural tendency of people is to really want to think about it because there's two ways that you're going to. You know, they're either going to have to um, make an impulse buy on the phone, right? Not having considered, not having mulled over, and letting that price sit with them, and and then you know, building. I I believe it's way better to build up that excitement. Let them know the price, build up the excitement, and let them sit with it, right? Because that's how humans work. We've, we want something expensive. I remember buying like, expensive software. And I knew how much it cost. And I thought about it for like a month, right? Like I, I thought about maybe, maybe over a month. I just molded it over. And when the price or like I I, I think I bought it and then like yeah, I thought about it for a while. Then I was still ambivalent. and I bought it. And then I was still, like, sitting with the price, like, you know, and really mulling that over, you know. Um, But I had a lot of time beforehand to think about that price, you know. And so when I ultimately bought it, I had thought about it a lot, you know. And... So you want people to buy your thing that they've put consideration into it. They're like, you know what? Yes, this is the thing for me. You don't want someone to just buy something because they ha- it, they're have. they on the phone with you. It's pressure. Even if you say it's low pressure, it's pressure because they're like, okay, well, you, you're going to make a buying decision and you have up. We only have 10 minutes left. You know what I mean? And you're asking for thousands of dollars. And then you're asking them to do is to, to go against the natural way of how humans act right they think if they want a tv they'll look up tvs and they'll they'll price shop and people hate that like coaches hate that they're like i don't like i don't want to be a price shop you know i don't want my customers being price shoppers what you it's not up to you right humans are naturally that way we want to know prices and then we will compare prices and we will like prices actually do matter because they affect us all right you know if you're buying an airplane and you, and you're talking to the person they're like well it's not about price you know what i mean well it it can be about price you know at the end of the day price does matter price is a thing and i, I don't like seeing coaches and you know high ticket um you know sellers and everything trying to pretend that price is something that it's not right or trying to change like trying to you know getting mad at people or frustrated with people for being people, right? And how they naturally are. You have to understand how people naturally are, right? And so you may have your own philosophies about price, but most people, they want to price shop. That's the the culture that we live in right now. You got two TVs or you got two coaches, you're going to want to price shop. And you can decommoditize yourself all that you want to, right? um and and that's good if you can do it to enough where they're confused enough in a way really you know because that's really kind of what you're doing you're just positioning in such a way that it's so unique that they're like you know they can't think of like a um a competitor which is fine right which is totally ethical it's totally fine you're not confusing them it's more of right uh it's you're just you're you're using a psychological angle that de- that uh, makes it so that you're not as easily comparable to other people, right? Um, <clears throat> but on on price, guys, like you know, I know that you have your own philosophies all at price, but you always have to look at how do humans behave, and you got to work with that. It's always to flow easily down the stream than to swim against a hard tide right and so if people want to know your price and that's why people have so many problems with their calendars and things and and people that get on there because they want you're not telling them price of so their they they find out by lying on their application getting on the call whatever it is you know so there needs to be some pre-selling and some, you know, giving them some contemplative time and thought to to sit with your price and sit with your product and sit with it in their mind. And just let them sit with it. A lot of people are kind of scared that their person's gonna run away to the next person or whatever. But if you're positioning your offer right, where you're you're decommoditized, where you're different, you're you know, you gotta let them sit with that difference, you know um and so yes you can close a lot of people on the phone all that other stuff but you can solve a lot of you know and then and force them to sit with it after and be like oh well i already paid i guess i'm stuck with it or whatever or they can sit with it build that excitement about it and then you could have some scarcity of like hey you know okay we're almost full up here whatever it is and you've given them time to think about it and to let it sit with them, but now it's trigger time, right? And that's kind of what happened with me with that software thing. It was this thing where, okay, you know, it's getting to the point where we're not going to offer at this price anymore. And so, but I had plenty of time to mull it over first. And then I made a decision, and I sat with that decision, and, you know, before and after, right? And it became okay to me it became something that I was all right with. It was a big investment for me, right? And so, you know, guys, I would say that let people sit with your price and your product and and, and let them think, let them think about it and arrive to that conclusion that, you know what, I'm going to do this. And you can keep sending them little emails, you know, building that excitement about it, you know, all this other stuff. And then, you know, you're going to be like, okay, I've given you enough time to think about it. You're not going to say this, but you're. Like, I've given you enough time to think about it. Now it's time to pull the trigger on this thing, right? And so you've given them a lot of time to think, and then now it's time to, we're going to shut it down, or we're going to change the price, whatever it is. So the point is is that it makes them do, to actually make a decision on that thing, right? So that's how scarcity, in my opinion is is best used is to let people sit with your offer and price for a little bit and then they make that decision right um and so you got to put aside your own you know philosophies about price you know you can talk you can teach them or re-educate them on your view about price on the phone right or through a video or whatever but they, they're not going to arrive that way, and you can't expect them to. You have to expect them to arrive as price shoppers because that's what we do in the real world, right? So expect them to arrive the way that people arrive always. What is the price? I mean, that's a natural question. Don't be weirded out by that. I talked to this coach guy before, and I was like, how much is it? He's like, well, that's a red flag. I was like, oh, how the hell is that a red flag? Wanting to know how many thousands of dollars you're going to want from me, right? That's not a red flag, you know? Well, you want to make decision based on price. Well, you, but price is a thing. Dude, if your thing is $20 million, I can't do it. Why would I want to waste my time, you know, talking to you and, and, and all this other stuff? you know? If it, you know what I mean? Like, you have to, if I've sat with your price and then I get on the phone with you, that's not an issue anymore. Right? You don't have to, and you don't have to worry about it because you're deploying your philosophy beforehand, making it up, not making it about price, but you also have to keep in mind that price is a reality for people and it is a make or break decision, you know, object. A lot of people have this delusion that people are very resourceful and they will find a way. Well, there's some people that can't find a way, guys, okay? Some of you are delusional with the prices and thinking that anyone can afford $8,000, $10,000 that it, there's not a lot of, like there's a lot of people that can do it, okay? But you're also think about the ethics of how you're getting that from a lot of people, right? Are you telling them to borrow from Aunt Mabel? Yeah, and take her life savings you better be damn sure that you're providing the value and that they make more. You need to take that responsibility on yourself that they're going to get more back than what they give me. Because if your only concern is about getting that payment, right, then that's a problem. But So that should be more, your philosophy should be geared more toward how can I deliver value and justify this price. I'm not I'm not charging $10,000 just because I'm charging $10,000 to say I'm charging $10,000. Why am I charging $10,000? Like, really ask yourself that question. Sit with that. Sit with your own price for a second. Say, so why am I charging $10,000 for this thing? Or $8,000 or $7,000, whatever it is. Why am I charging that? How did I get to that number, right? And so when you think about that and think about what value are they getting on the other side, you know, where are they going to be when they get to me? They're a price shopper, right? There's someone that makes impulsive decisions and then they'll do refunds chargebacks. You want a $10,000 chargeback? I don't think so. It's not fun. Right? So in order to avoid these problems, you have to let people arrive at the conclusion and let them sit with your price and the, and then you give them the ultimatum and after they've had time to think and then they, they pull the trigger on it or not, or you could just keep it open and they could think about it for years. It's up to you, however you want to do it and just keep filling your pipeline and people will buy, you know, but you do seem to see, you seem to, uh, we do see, um, more action when there's some kind of deadline of some kind, right? That will help them to ultimately pull the trigger on it. Because otherwise if it's just their evergreen forever, there's no reason to make it now that I could put off tomorrow. Well tomorrow's the last day. Okay, now I have to think. You know, so you're 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 people are naturally procrastinators, so on the other spectrum, you do have to give them time to think, but then you have to close that loop for them, right? And that's where you apply a little pressure, like, look, okay, you've had time to think now, fair, right? So now it's time to now it's go time. So when they're on the phone, it's like you know you've known about the price for maybe a month now, you know, and you've had plenty of time to talk with your spouse. though, we've told you to do that. Talk to your spouse. Did you do all those things right? You know, and you can ask that, like, did you talk to your spouse about this also on the in the application? So the application could be different. Like, did you talk to your spouse about the price? Are you okay with? you know is that going to negatively affect you in a way that's going to like you're not going to be able to pay your rent okay because we don't want that do you have to take a second mortgage out on your house to pay for this don't do that either right this are the price shouldn't be a, a major decision for the people that are truly qualified if it's ten thousand dollars you know you, you might you should be selling to people that you know they might be making six figures so $10,000 for them might be, you know, okay, that's not a huge decision for them, right? You still want it to make, you want it to be a decision, otherwise you're not charging enough. You want it to be enough where they're, they have to think about it, right? Or 20000 or 30000 depending on your market, right? You always kind of want to push that ceiling up and see what your market will bear for price, okay? As long as that with a contingency that the value that you're giving is higher than what you're charging. by I would say by a multiple of 10, okay? Giving them 10 times the value of whatever you're charging for the thing, okay? Or 100 times value than what you're charging for the thing. If you're you're teaching someone business and you're charging them $10,000, they should be able to make $100,000 off the information you gave them. If you're charging a million dollars you should be able to they should be able to turn around and make 10 million dollars off of the information you gave them right that's fair okay so because of the likelihood of them not doing it and not succeeding all sort of stuff you know the higher the price point is the likelihood of them doing it is it is greater usually okay as long as they're a business owner and not someone that's taking the money you got to look at the money source too when you're when you're pricing when you ask them like well okay how are you paying for this is this from your business or is this from a savings account or a crypto account or like you know did you save this money since you were a kid like what's the deal here how are you funding this i'm funding through the business oh great that's what we recommend that's what we want right we want people that are funding it with the revenue from their business their existing business if you're charging $30,000 right we that's where we want you to that's how we want you to pay it right not from you worked at McDonald's for 15 years and now you're going to put your life savings into this this is not right for you okay because this is meant this program is meant for people that already are rolling down their train is already rolling Right. You know how much work and how hard it is to get a train to start rolling. This thing is hundreds of tons. Right. But you want to, you want, you want to get on, you you want to be selling to someone that their train is already going down the tracks 80 miles per hour. Right. So bam, you know, and how like or 40, 30 miles per hour, whatever it is, their train is going down the tracks and you want to get them to 50, 60, 70, 80 miles per hour. Right. And that's what they're paying you for is to basically accelerate and shorten their learning curve and accelerate their growth faster. That's what they're paying you for. Okay. To overcome, uh, you know, bottlenecks and constraints and all these other things have better perspectives to make it your train go faster with less, you know, obstacles. Right. Um, so, if you understand these things, I would say that it is better to let people sit with your price, build the excitement, then give them a deadline. And you know, you can be you can do it on the call, you know, or whatever, like book a call, you know, you know, and they'll talk to you or you talk to them rather, and you're just getting really, really, really real with them. It's like, look, like, you know, we don't have to talk about price, right? That's already been established. You've had plenty of time to think about it. You know, you don't have to think about it. You've had plenty of time to think about it. You've had plenty of time to talk to everyone about it. Now it's go time. And I know it's scary. It can be scary sometimes looking over that abyss. And you're helping them. You're holding their hand. You're like, look, it's like the Indiana Jones thing with the invisible bridge sometimes. You're asking someone for, you know, forty, fifty thousand dollars, hundred thousand dollars, right? Like, even if they have the money, it's still a lot of money, you know. Even if you're a millionaire, hundred thousand dollars a lot of money, right? It should be to you, right? It should matter. It, your perspective on money shouldn't. It should change in a in a in a way for the better. Like, a lot of rich people are actually very frugal, right? So even if it's thirty thousand dollars, they're gonna consider things. They don't just buy something to buy it, right? Um, and so you know when someone gets when you get on the phone with someone, they should have already had time to think about your price. To 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 weigh the pros and cons of everything. They know everything. They've already been sold. And now it's time to, you know, pre-soul. And now it's time for them to take that leap with you. You're holding their hand and you're, I've got you. Trust me. And you make that leap together and they see that it's okay. And there's a bridge there, right? See, you know, and when you take a payment, when you, when you, when you do payment, when you sign someone up, you take a payment over the phone. You do not leave, send them a, I'll send you a link. Don't ever do that, right? Like, what you want to do is walk them through this, the payment process, okay? So I'm going to send you a PayPal link. Grab your, grab your computer, okay? Um, and I'm going to send you a link. Just let me know that you got the link, okay? And then when you go, just click the button. PayPal, they change the screen sometimes. I'll just stay on the phone with you to make sure everything goes smoothly and I can answer any questions you have along the way. You make a little small talk. You walk them through the sale, okay? When you get to the payment screen and information screen, don't read your information only to me out loud. I don't need it. No human sees this information in PayPal. You just enter it and and don't tell me. Don't read your car out loud. Don't read your information out loud. I don't want to know your personal data. I don't want to know your payment details, right? So when you get to that part, just fill that out and then let me know when you're done and tell me what the button says next, Right, And once they do that, okay, click that. What does it say? What does the screen say now? Okay, it says next to process, whatever. Okay, cool. All right, payment sent. Okay, hold on. Let me go ahead and verify it for you real quick so I can get you on the calendar. And so you go to your computer and verify that they made that payment at PayPal. Okay, awesome. You're set up. Congratulations. You did it. So you've held their hand through that payment process to the other side. We're here now we're starting. now we don't have to t- we see we're done that that's the hard part. We're done the hard part now. now it's all about focusing on your business. It's about growing and making your train go faster okay that's that's what I want you to focus on now. you know you are gonna sit there with a the price that so you've already you know should I, should I have done this should I have not done this? I want you to give us time to prove to you that you've made the best decision that you could have never made for your business, you know? And what you definitely want to do is give a lot of value up front after that sale, even if you can on that same day or that same call, be like, you know what, you know, let's do a, or schedule that first call. Like, all right, let's schedule your first call for tomorrow. Right. However it is, right. However your, your program is set up. But if you do stuff like this guys, okay, it's a lot better than this assembly line kind of process where there's no, like you expect someone to be something they're not because of your own personal philosophy. You have to let go of that, right? You have to understand that people are price shoppers. You have to understand that it is not an unfair question for them to ask you how much your stuff is. Right. If you want their money, it's fair for them to ask, how much money do you want? It's a fair question because that's how they think. They think about price. So think with them or engineer your marketing to work with that and to steer them slowly to your methodology, to your thinking, right? But you can't expect them or chastise them for thinking that way. All right, we'll talk soon. God bless.